Hi, this is The Memory Project, an experiment in narrative storytelling from Columbia Journalism School. Each episode, we're going to be dealing with a question. Why were my parents so naive? Why do I carry around a photo of a dead guy I've never met? Why did my family hang a picture of my late uncle in a place where nobody can see him? Here's what we did. We chose a photo, any photo, that evoked a memory. Then we treated this memory like any reporter treats a story. We interviewed, we researched, and then we just sat and thought about it. What really happened and why? We had 15 questions, 15 photos, 15 memories, and now we have 15 true stories to share with you. Welcome to The Memory Project. Every episode, we talk to one of the 15 writers about the photo that set their story in motion. This episode, we're talking to Erin about her photo. So tell me a little bit about this photo. Okay, so we're looking at a photo of my uncle Stephen. He's 16 in the photo. It's Christmas time. My mom took this photo, and he's sitting on a couch kind of like 70s looking couch, which makes sense because it's 1978. And he, there's a wood background and he's got his hand on a black and white cat. And his other hand is like off to the side. He's wearing this gold watch and wearing jeans, white shirt. He's kind of like, like a teenager, like a little bit awkward, but, uh, kind of grown up. And what what story did you want to tell? What did you think would come out of this? Well, the story that I wanted to find out about was really who this person was, um, who my uncle was. I sort of realized that more of the story is actually what happened after he died. So he died at 17, so a couple months after this photo was taken. And um, basically what I realized is that for everyone else, this photo is more of kind of, this is kind of how they decided to remember him. And also then it comes out that uh, a couple of months before he died, my grandma had found uh, weed in his room, which is kind of classic, I guess, but I guess it's kind of painful because that really upset my grandparents. I guess it just kind of leaves a bad taste in a way that that's when the life, that's when his life got cut off. We're going to close the episode by reading the first 200 words of my story. Our theory is if the first 200 words don't give you the zets, a Yiddish word for the hook, you won't read on. So here's 200 words. This is how I met my uncle. It was summer. We were at the cabin two hours north of Toronto. I was maybe eight years old, and I think we were eating dinner. Have we ever had a cat instead of a dog? I remember asking my mom, Lynn. She told me yes. Her family used to have a cat named Buttons, and she had a picture. She took a chair into the cabin living room and stood on it to reach a photo that had been hanging above the doorway. She took down this photo. 
Half of Buttons is sitting on the couch beside a 15-year-old boy with long skater hair and broad shoulders. The boy isn't smiling, but doesn't seem angry either. His face looks familiar somehow. The couch and the faux wood paneling behind him doesn't look like our house or my grandparents. Who's that? I asked. Adults I didn't know intimidated me, particularly men and boys. I didn't grow up seeing our extended family, mostly boys, often, and my immediate family was mostly women. So what was this boy doing in a framed photo hanging on the wall of our cabin, our sacred summer retreat of freedom? Writers need readers. If you liked Erin's first 200 words, become her reader by going to the big round table slash the memory project to see the rest of this piece. Thanks for listening. The music for this episode was composed by Axel Tree, Kai Engel, and Steve Combs. The Memory Project was edited by Michael Shapiro and James Robinson. This podcast was produced by Sarah Dadouche, Kate Koff, and Aaron Hudson. For more information, please go to medium.com slash memoryproject. Thank you.